Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. ESPN NBA insider Jay Williams joins Wolf and Luke to talk NBA in the Suns. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. All right, this is Jay Williams' music, but Jay Williams hasn't called in yet, so we're going to talk some sons since we have Kellen Olsen here. Kellen, what up? This is your music now. Sweet. All the music today is your music since you're in for all four hours for Wolf. Uh, this is something we didn't get to dive into yesterday much because it was a big red Monday, but Cam Johnson goes down, and the opportunity, unfortunately, is there for somebody else to step up, specifically offensively. And so your first thought is always going to go to DeAndre Ayton, in fact, I think that's where most people's first thought goes to. Uh, or Mikel Bridges. And then I would say if this were an Arizona sports poll question, which I don't think it is, other. So let's start with the first one. Let's start with D.A. And D.A. and Mikel, who in your mind has to be the guy that's going to contribute more points per game? Not who has to, but to answer to who, who, who I want to see, it would be Mikel. I, I think I kind of just look around and just think that it's Mikel more than anyone else. But, I mean, it's it's open to either, really. Okay. We're, <laughs> that's a good short answer. We'll get you. back into that in a little bit. Jay Williams joining us right now, though, on the Arizona Sports Line. Jay, thanks for the time, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, a lot of stuff going on in sports, but uh, we're navigating through it in real time. What's up with you guys? Uh, well, we've decided to uh, look to the Suns for some emotional uplift after the, the Cardinal season so far. And then everybody on the Suns got hurt. <laughs> so now we don't know what to do. What, uh, what have you seen from this team through the first couple weeks? I, 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 I always say this, and Kellen, I would love to hear your, your perspective on this. Like, I... Look, I think a lot of teams go through circumstances, and I think dealing with injuries is definitely uh, a challenging place. And I just heard you guys talking about Mikel and having the chance to ultimately be that player. But I, I don't put a hard assessment on where teams are through the first month. Now, granted, when a team like the Los Angeles Lakers is absolutely struggling, I, I, I can understand that. But for most parts, for veteran teams that are going through, you know, I guess the, just the the way you have to endure a season through injuries and things of that sort. Like I, there's an ultimate belief for me that they will find their footing and that all will be okay. But there's an interesting navigational period that I feel like a lot of teams go through, and I, I feel like that's kind of one of those adjustment periods happening to the Suns right now. Frankly, Jay, I totally agree with you, and I, and I think with what you're <clears throat> with what you're kind of hitting on right there, I think it just comes down to how you use that time. Like uh, proactively, exactly. right? Like I, I think Golden State said they're putting Kaminga in the rotation now. It's like how exactly are you going to use this month or two to get better? So are the Suns going to prioritize DeAndre and Mikel Bridges more in the offense so that when Cam Johnson comes back, when it's April and May and Devin Booker is getting trapped, they have more solutions to those problems presented to themselves? Is is that easier said than done though, Jane? In your experience, just changing the offense a bit to get one more guy involved, how easy or how difficult is it? Well, so. You know, my mentor in life is a guy named Charlie Grantham, Kellen, and and he actually ran the Players Association for a long time before Billy Hunter. And we often talk about because I before I got into broadcasting, I really wanted to be an agent. And he would always say to me, he's like, look, you know, I'm going to be the agent of record because I worked for agency for a couple years. And he's like, you know, you just have to learn the playbook, do your due diligence and be ready because your number will be called. And it was one of those things that really stuck with me because around that same time, Jeremy Lin's number was called in New York. And I remember thinking, damn, Jeremy Lin really – 
capitalized through injuries when it was his time, right? And when Saturday and that whole thing sparked. So for me, I, I guess the biggest question that I have, just understanding mentality, is sometimes when you are the lack of a better term, right? Like you are, you are in a beta type role. I'm not saying that you can't have explosive games, but each and every night, like you, you play a role and you fit in a certain scheme. And then all of a sudden the landscape shifts, it changes. And then your role is asked to change from a beta to an alpha. Can you have that consistently every single night? And I think that is the biggest challenge for guys in particular, like Deandre Ayton, who maybe feel like he needs to have the ball delivered to him from certain playmakers on the floor, right? And, and sometimes you ask that question, like, you know, can a zebra change his stripes overnight? That's what you hope for. And I think that's going to be the job of the Suns organization, everybody from top to bottom, to make these guys believe that they can be the guy, the priority offense. And if you can change that mindset slightly to being way more aggressive consistently, I guarantee you that when other pieces come back, like there will be a little bit of a deferring because then the weaponry has just gotten stronger and it's gotten more diverse. And at the end of the day, look, my, my sorry for being long-winded, but my sophomore year we lost a guy named Carlos Boozer uh, and he got hurt, and we had other guys that had to fill in, and those guys became way more comfortable in their roles and assertive. And then when we got Carlos Boozer back later in the year, we were like, wow, we have so many more weapons at our disposal because now people feel like they're part of something bigger with bigger roles, and that's all people can ask for. They just have to be ready for it. We're talking to Jay Williams. Jay, I, I think now actually maybe have already answered partially this next question, but the, the issue for the Suns, and Chris Paul brought this up the other night, is you know how do you evolve over the course of the regular season and use the regular season to your benefit so you can peak in the playoffs this year because they didn't last year? Uh, what you just said right there seems like a good way to start, really, given the circumstances. Anything else you would add as, as, as just what the secret is to trying to get better at the right time of year? You know, I, I think it, it, a lot of it is health, guys. And I would say this, too. I mean, look, hearing you, Luke, say that from CP3, like that is, that is one of the biggest things I have. And it, it's, not a, it's not a knock against him. Like, I, I get <laughs> you play so many games, 82 games, plus the postseason. It, it's, a, it's a very long season. I think for CP3 as well, right, making sure that when you get to those moments before the playoffs start, that your body really feels ready to kick into a different gear. And I think for him, you know, he's had consistent injuries down the stretch where it's felt like it's hindered him throughout the course of his career for getting so close. So, and look, sometimes there's nothing you could do about it. It's all through luck. But I think for him, like, the more you can prepare your body mentally for that end of season, end, like, beginning of playoffs run, I think that's the biggest thing. And, uh, and, and he has to be – a person that has to be ready to go because at the end of the day, he is the maestro, man. I mean, you can ask yeah. Devin Booker to be, you know, the aggressive guy to score 40 each and every night, but you need CP3 to be that guy who is available at the time you need him the most, which is the postseason. Jay, before we let you go, um, you guys are giving away $2,500 an hour on your show. What, what's what's going on here? What, Look, it's a lot of money. So first off, first off, I, you know, I'm all about giving away Max Kellerman's money each and every day. I just want to say that for the record. Nice. And uh, so what we're doing is, yeah, we're giving away $10,000 a day. Uh, all you have to do is text our winning word into 777-000. And essentially we're giving away $2,500 every hour of our show. So 10 past the hour, 
We will say one of these obnoxious words that we mess up on. Uh, Max Kellerman literally said uh, we were sponsored by Patron today instead of Patron. So Patron <laughs> will probably be our word for today. And we will have fun with it. And if you if you send this text in and we pick you, you're going to win $2,500. And I'm trying to give away Max Kellerman's hard, hard-earned cash. That's a, a cost. I'm I doing it. We can all get behind. Yeah, Jay. Thank you for the I time. I might as cheat always. the system, guys. I might text in the number for myself. Look, everybody's in here. <laughs> we got to find a guy, Jay. Just a guy who can send in three thousand of those or yeah, something for us. Right? Somebody's cracking the code already. <laughs> Jay, thank you for the time. I'm man, in. We'll, we'll talk to you. All right, all right, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Jay.